Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arongo Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Uh, I, as you may know, or you may not know if you're new, I'm not Hunter. Uh, I am Matt. I'm here with Jonah. Say hello, Jonah. Hello. Uh, we will be guest hosting this week because, unfortunately, Hunter wasn't available to record. He is actually searching for his mother, who was lost at sea in 1993. Um, good luck to him. I mean, it's he's been on and off searching for, what is it, 27 years. Yeah, almost his whole life, but um, on and off. But, you know, Mother's Day... Um, just this was this is the mother's day episode and he was going to do a special mother's day theme um but he was like no it's it's too hard i have to go find mom so can you guys do the mother's day episode for me you don't really care about your moms that much you you don't have to be anywhere and and we said yeah you know you're right you're right we got nothing better to do and we're always grateful for Mm -hmm. another week another another chance to host this wonderful podcast so yes i would do anything for hunter i i would love to be hunter's mom for him but um you know, uh, that w- might put a little complication in the friendship, and I don't want to ruin the friendship. It's such a good friendship. What a guy. So uh, how are you doing, Matt? <clears throat> uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it is Mother's Day um, today, the day that this episode releases. So if you're listening to this on release day, it is Mother's Day. Uh, the question is, why are you listening to this on Mother's Day? You should be hanging out with your mom. Um, unless you don't have a mom, in which case, you know, that's cool that you chose to spend this Mother's Day listening to us instead of thinking about the fact that you don't have a mom. But I guess we kind of just made you think about the fact you don't have a mom. So let's just forget about this part. Yeah. 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 Um, if you're not listening to this on Mother's Day, just know that this is the Mother's Day episode because it came out on Mother's Day. Uh, before we get to Mother's Day topics, though, um, I think it's time that we do a little segment that we like to call hot takes with extra syrup this is where we give our hot takes on the latest pop culture news and we give them with extra syrup because we are canadian and you must have extra syrup yeah you're actually in in our country if you don't put extra syrup on things you are publicly executed yeah if you don't by moose like after (laughs) death by i love it um if you don't have a puddle of syrup after you eat pancakes or waffles or French toast, if, uh, if you prefer whatever your uh, meal of choice is, then, uh, yeah. then you are punished to death by moose. Yeah, death by moose. Most countries, what they consider way too much maple syrup in our country is actually considered way too little maple syrup. So that's the scale we're working on, just so you know how much extra syrup are in these hot takes. Anyway... Um, there's two big pop culture news stories of this week. I'll start with the lesser one and then we'll get to the bigger one because you always end on the main event. Okay. Okay. Um, Elon Musk had a child. Congratulations, God, um, Elon. Yeah. And he gave his child the name of a CAPTCHA code. What is the name of this child, Matt? Did you not hear this, or no, are I you didn't. just asking I, for the sake of the viewers? I, I didn't hear this, actually. Okay. Um, I cannot pronounce this name because the name is X 
A E, but not a regular E. It's like a weird, like computer code E, A E dash twelve. Okay. That's the um, name. I guess X A E dash eleven was taken. Who? Uh, and uh, probably one through eleven actually, because uh, I don't know why he skipped to twelve. Um, who I'm was surprised the, you know they who were the taken. Uh, Grimes, whom uh, I never heard of until I found out that she was pregnant with Elon Musk's child. Grimes, I feel, Grimes, she's Canadian, right? Apparently, the only Grimes I know is Rick Grimes. God damn. And, and Carl. Carl. I mean, let me tell you one thing. If there's one person that shouldn't have backlash over naming um, their son after a droid from Star Wars, it's uh, it's Elon. He didn't name his son after a droid from Star Wars. That's not the name of a droid from Star Wars. Yeah, it could be. You wouldn't know. <laughs> it's not, though. Okay. It is, it's very much not. Droids from Star Wars have um, better names than this kid does. You know, um, it is weird, but... Uh, like R2-D2 I'll... and BB-8. Sure, they're numbers and letters, but you know, at least you know, okay, it's BB-8. It's R2-D2. I don't know what the hell this name is. Nobody knows what this name is. This is not a name. Like he didn't explain it at all? I mean, uh, he doesn't, you know, you know what? There's no need to explain. He's Elon Musk and uh, he's Elon Musk. <laughs> I know, but this is a, a, a baby, which is going to grow up into a human with this name. I'm sure they'll call it something logical <laughs> okay so why not just name the baby the logical name you're going to call him anyway because elon does things differently than normal people so he must name his baby elon a a x a e a dash 12 musk okay there's okay listen there's there's doing things differently and then there is um complete insanity at the highest level Listen, there's a very thin line between genius and th insanity. So uh, this is this is insanity. This is not genius. <laughs> this is insanity. This is insanity. And I will bet you ten thousand dollars that when this baby turns twenty-one, he's legally changing his first name. <laughs> then he then he realizes that his dad is Elon Musk, and uh, he can get anything he wants in the world. Yeah. And he will still be able to get anything he wants in the world after he changes his stupid ass name. <laughs> so, uh, what's the main event of news? Let's let's get away from this X A E A twelve. The main event of the news um, is the greatest news I've ever heard, and it's news that I was hoping I'd hear one day. Tom Cruise is officially going to be the first actor to film a movie in space. In real life space, they're launching him to the International Space Station to film a movie, and I guarantee you, in space, he's doing all his own stunts. So, um, my biggest question here is: Is he? Is this like for a mission, like the next Mission Impossible? Do you think? Or I'm not I, sure. I don't think it is because they're supposed to be filming the the next two Mission Impossibles back to back. Mm -hmm. Um. And they were supposed to have already started filming them, but obviously with um, 
what's going on, they're not. So I'm assuming this is like a completely separate thing. Although he did say like a couple of years ago that he, that one of his ideas for the next Mission Impossible was Mission Impossible in space. But I don't think this is, mission, it's for Mission Impossible. I think it's just going to be like its own movie. I mean, you literally, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm no fucking Nassau engineer, God damn it. Um, but probably takes a little bit to get back, to go up film. You know, is he, I just got a lot of questions, you know? Like, is he going up there with a crew, like a whole crew of and producers and the director? I'm not sure. Um, because they do have cameras on the International Space Station. Obviously, I mean, I, I like we they, um, so, they call in all the time, but still. I mean, my best guess is that he goes into space, and whatever astronauts are already there will help him film. Like, are they? Obviously, I think they'll probably send him with some pretty handy dandy uh equipment for yeah. speak. So, so it's not shot on like a fucking iphone or something <laughs> no although i mean you you could shoot a movie on an iphone it's been done no i know and it's not it just does it's not at the quality you look at like some of the talk shows like colbert his yeah setup is smooth silk smooth yeah well he's not filming on a phone he's filming on a they sent him cbs gave him a fucking camera like an hd like tv camera yeah and then you look at some of those guests that look like they're slideshows yeah well they're filming they're filming on their computers though computer webcams are awful no i know you can uh, film a movie on an iphone steven soderbergh did it no i know so uh, we'll we'll see where that goes we'll see what who knows when that's going to happen um, I don't know, but I'm very excited. Tom Cruise is going into space for so we can be entertained for two hours. That's how committed he is to his entertainment. Okay, so as far as I'm concerned, he can believe whatever kooky fucking religion he wants to believe in. The man is uh, a gift. I mean, for, it's probably not going to be released till like 2030 because first of all, they have to. He has to go up there. Second, he has to film Just it. Picture this though: Tom Cruise is almost 60 years old. And NASA has determined that he's well enough to go into fucking space as a civilian. He's a, he's a near 60-year-old civilian, and NASA's like, well, if anybody can do it, it's fucking Tom Cruise. You see some of the shit he does, but this is like – then he has to film it. Then they have to – they have to send it back, do all the you know, editing – uh cgi if there is any i i don't think there's many tom cruise movies that have insane amount of cgi so, uh, there is actually but uh um, yeah, but not like not him not him oh my god i'm this is amazing this is i love tom cruise i i don't care i love tom the only thing that makes me disappointed about this is that he'll be in space so i doubt he'll be able to run <laughs> oh, but this um, is fantastic news it have to be a movie by himself because they're not going to allow some other no, people. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Gravity. That's a movie. That's true. Right. People love that movie. Yeah. Gravity with Tom Cruise. Even better. <laughs> people won't even remember that gravity is a movie once they see this movie because this one has Tom Cruise and he's actually in space. Oh. So um, I actually have 
a pretty hot take, Matt. Hang on, before you get your hot take, I just want to want once again point out. Think of this too, because of the way time works in space travel, he's going to come back younger. <laughs> That's you know, I don't. I, uh, I'm not going to pretend I know uh, how space travel works, but uh, okay. <laughs> well, like he, he he won't he won't be younger, but he'll be younger than he should be. Okay. Right, like if he goes into space at the age of like fifty-eight, right, and he comes back when he should be fifty-nine, he'll still be fifty-eight. So yeah. this man has only, this man has not only found a way to do the ultimate. This is the ultimate. I do my own stunts power move, but it's also a way for him his somehow eternal youthfulness to remain even more eternally youthful. Yeah. So Matt. I got some big news. Yeah. I uh, I watch old school. Oh, thank God. You averted an international incident. I now did. It could have been World War Three between Australia and Canada. Yes. Um, for any new listeners who don't know what we're talking about, uh, go back to our previous episode. <laughs> Why don't we explain it? We uh, – eh. No, okay. no yeah. let's, let's, not, let's not treat our listeners like idiots. Okay. okay, if they really want to know, they can go back and listen because we need more listeners anyway. Okay, so um, there's nothing there's Our nothing controversial about my There's no uh, controversial opinion on this. Um, it was great. It was funny. It, it was it made me it reminded me how much I loved Vince Vaughn in those types of movies. Oh, Vince Vaughn's great. Um. And um, I, I, I don't know why, but I love, I love that there was a a moment where Luke Wilson said, "Wow," <laughs> which I was like, "Wow, that's uh And then him saying "Wow" at, after the movie was over, um, my family and I actually watched a fifteen-minute montage of the chronological order of all of Owen, Owen Wilson? Wilson movies that he says "Wow," and there came a point where. There's no way that it's not improv. There's no way it's not ad-libbed onto the script because in Midnight in Paris, which is a Woody Allen movie that would not have wow in the script, he said wow well, six times. There's no maybe way. Maybe he wrote it. Maybe Woody Allen wrote it for Owen Wilson and he's Woody Allen. So he thought I'll add in a few wows. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's all wow. I got to say about old school. There's nothing more. There's nothing so controversial. Really? That's that's all you took away from old school was that Owen Wilson no. says wow a lot. Okay. Um, the greatest uh, thing that I don't know how much it would actually work in real life, but earmuffs, fucking love that earmuffs, earmuffs. Um, obviously, blue. Uh, <laughs> blue. Um, he's great. Is he not your boy? You know, Quincy's my boy. When he did that uh, double front flip, I got out of my seat. And uh, I was like, that's my boy, Quincy, right there, boy. That's my boy. Okay, but what about Blue? Blue is everybody's boy. I know Blue's, Blue's. Uh, you know, uh, it was unfortunate how he went out. But uh, to be fair, if there's any way to go out, that's the way. I know, facing two beautiful wo- women who are butt-ass naked. Yeah, in uh, a fucking uh, in jelly. KY jelly, jelly wrestling. Yeah. KY jelly wrestling. What a way to go. What a way You're to go. You're my boy, Blue. 
Um, I'd sing the song, but I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful uh, funeral. It, it was. And um, I just think that they're all great characters. I, I think this is before... Um, there's sometimes where Will Ferrell is over the top um, and it ruins the movie. And there's sometimes where he's over the top and it's fantastic. I felt like this was... One, I don't know if was this one of his first movies where like post SNL or was yeah, he still in yeah. SNL? Yeah, because it felt I like think that. He, I think this might have been right at the end of his SNL run. Like he, this was like this was like but in between SNL and Movie Star because this was before Anchorman. Yeah, so I, I, I felt that a little bit, but he, I, he's still classic Will Ferrell, and I love that. Yeah. Okay, so today is Mother's Day, both the day that this episode comes out and the day that we are recording this, because as you all know, we record this very quickly before we release it at 12 a.m. on Sundays. You know, right. what that, you know what that reminds me of? What? A wonderful show called South Park. And I think that's where we should start with our topic. May, may I ask why that reminds you of South Park? Well, because they uh, they are very rapid. They don't... Record. Oh, yes. Yeah. They do their episodes week by week. Yes. We do it even quicker, though, because we do it literally. The whole episode is recorded like the minute before we release it. I think it, I think it's it. You know, we're ultimate procrastinators, yeah. so. Yeah. I once procrastinated, procrastinating. <laughs> I thought to myself, oh, I got to do this and it's due in two weeks. So what I'll do is I'll put it off for a week and then I'll do it. But then I put off putting it off. That's, that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Don't ask me how I did it, but I did it. In honor of the Day of Mothers, today's episode is dedicated to the very best and the very worst fictional mothers. You know, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a few that come to mind. Uh, yeah. Um, Kardashian's mom comes to mind. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I wish that was fictional. <laughs> Is that not is she a real person? Um I mean besides it's hard to get into Kardashians because uh, I feel like they were sent from like some fucking alien planet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that's not like a show like with actors? No, no, no. no. It's not. <laughs> what? I, I can't tell if you're being serious. I mean, I feel, I'm pretty sure you're not being serious, but I can't. I, uh, you know, uh, they have, they have two mothers now. Let's just move away from that topic, okay? Okay, next topic. Do they hit? Oh yeah, they do. Buckle up, buckle Ruth. Speaking of uh, South Park, what, what? Yeah, South Park has a, a plethora of mothers. Yeah. Um, one of the worst mothers, Sheila Braflowski. You know, um, it, it pains me because being a, 
a semi not uh, extremely not religious Jew. Um, it doesn't surprise yeah. me actually to see a neurotic Jewish mother on a show where they make fun of the Jewish kid all the time. Not only if you've that, ever seen South Park, you've seen Kyle's mom, Sheila. Um, and if you're not Jewish, you don't realize that she, like, that's how our moms are in real life. Not as like zany, but like, they're like that, just a little bit less. I mean, when I think of her, I think of Cartman singing uh, that song. Um, you know, she's the biggest bit. I wasn't sure if you, you wanted to sing it because, uh, you know, copyright and all. <laughs> well, I, I actually wasn't going to sing it. I was going to transition it into something else, by, but I was going to make you think I was going to sing it, but oh. then you interrupted the bit. So now I'm not going to do it. So you've deprived the listeners of a quality bait and switch. Wow. I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> so um, another mother on on South Park is uh, Sharon. Sharon Marsh. Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Come here. Sharon I'm is sorry. a great mom. She has I'm to, she has to put up with Randy. She has to put up with Randy. Okay. You know, how much of it is Sharon and how much of it is Stan, to be fair? Um, I mean... To be fair, Sharon also has to kind of put up with Stan because he gets into some shit too. You know what? It is true, and and her daughter is what? Shelly. Shelly. That's I. I couldn't remember because um, God, what is wrong with her? I don't know. She's just a bitch. She's a bitch. It's quite the fucked up family, but that's what makes it so entertaining. And um, over the she years, she also has to put up with Randy's dad. So she's got the whole she like <laughs> you know good for her. Yeah, she is a she is a strong strong independent woman. Not not as strong as a strong she's, woman, but uh, Yeah. Almost as strong as strong woman. There's just something that in the years in the past years Randy has definitely become a top top 3 character. Of course, but this isn't about Randy. This is about Sharon and how strong of a woman she is for She's dealing with all of the marsh, all, all of the marsh, all of the marsh boys. All the marsh Good for boys. her, man, for hanging in there. Um, she does so much. The other mother that comes to mind is uh, in South Park is Cartman's mom. Yes, Leanne. Leanne yeah. Cartman. I mean, Cartman's uh, mom. Would you consider her a great mom or a, a like best mom or worst mom? Hmm. It's tough because uh, she's also because uh, she has to put up with Cartman. The thing was, how good of a mom but could she have also, been? But she's also a dirty slut. <laughs> um, I'd probably edge more towards the uh, the bad mom than good really? mom. Really? Yeah. Really, I would consider her. I would put her in the best mom column, and I'll tell you why. Okay. And I think you know why. But I'm going to tell you anyway, because the listeners don't know why. Enlighten me. Mom, mom, bathroom, <laughs> bathroom, mom. Okay, sweetie. That's a big boy now, isn't he? You know, um, there, there's hang on, definitely. Hang on, hang on. For, for anybody who doesn't know what just happened, 
There's an episode of South Park where they're all playing World of Warcraft and they play it so much they become morbidly obese. And while they're playing, Karma has to go to the bathroom. So he pushes a little button intercom, calls his mom, says he's got to go to the bathroom. She comes down with a bedpan, puts it under him, and he just fucking diarrheas all over her in the bedpan. <laughs> and then and then she compliments him. Oh, yeah, that's a big boy now. And then she leaves. And if you haven't seen that, it's Make Love Not Warcraft. And it is yeah. one of the best episodes of South Park of all time. So you go go watch it. We highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. So best mom. I put her in the best mom category. You put her in the best mom category simply because she took a a load of a, a muck spray of shit coming out of Cartman's fat ass. Yeah. If you're willing, if you're willing to do that for your child, okay, you're a great fucking mom. Have you not seen everything else he's done? I mean, he's dressed up as Hitler. He's ground up Scott Tenerman's parents. I mean, come on. How good of a mom could she? Okay. And she hasn't murdered him or given him away or anything (laughs) like that. Okay. She's a single working mom who's just trying to keep it together. She has the devil for a child. I think she, I think she should go under best. Best mom. What about? Yeah. You think that, I know it's not father's day, but you think that she's a worse father than (laughs) Well, yeah, because she's never there for him as a father. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll allow her under the best mom category. You know who I do think is under worst mom? Who is that? <laughs> Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Oh, dude. She is um, – I mean she's got quite the, quite the interesting cast of characters that she has to deal with. So that's – I'm going to – I'll yeah, play but, devil's advocate and say that. No, but but – like she's a terrible person she's a terrible mother she was a terrible mother when they were children and she's probably the reason they all turned out so terribly it's a it's a godsend that that uh michael jason bateman's character turned out the way he did you know uh she also probably cheated on her husband with his twin brother (laughs) because it's it's heavily implied that uh that he is uh, buster's real father I um I I I haven't watched all of Arrested Development. I'm currently in in the process. Um, what episode are you on? I'm on. Don't take don't say season one episode two. <laughs> I can't remember what episode I'm on. I have it marked down on uh, my streaming service of choice. Have you watched more than two? Um, I plead the fifth. That means no, which means. I believe you told me like three weeks ago you started watching it and you're still on episode two. You know what? Um, I've been uh, pretty busy in these busy times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, take about a half hour break or even an hour break from whacking off and watch a couple more episodes. You know what? You're, you're right. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of shows that I watch. Plus there's like sometimes I just don't feel like paying attention. Um, Jonah, Jonah, next time, next time you, you, you're, oh, I'm going to watch TV. Let's see what's on. Love Island, The Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance, RuPaul's Drag Race, um, Big, Big Bucks Treasure Hunters, um, Buck Buckford's Tattoo Shop Horror Stories, Sex Sent Me to the ER, My Thousand Pound Sisters, uh, 600 Pound Ethiopian Baby Life, um, you know, whatever show you want to watch, you should think to yourself, you know, you know what? Arrest development. <laughs> You're right. But it's not about me. It's about the mothers. And uh, 
I might be a motherfucker, not in the literal sense. Um, and you might be one also, also not in the literal sense. But who, what mother would you say would be one of the best? Um, I think my personal opinion, will, will, I'm going to stick to animated. And uh, I'm going to go with Lewis Griffin. Lois. Really? Lois Griffin? Yeah, she's a great mother. Why? I don't know. She's got, first of all, she's got a talking dog that uh, wants to, you know, do the dirty. She has to deal okay. with, she has to deal with PETA. Hey, PETA. Um, has to deal with, uh, with Stewie. Her who, baby, her, who wants her, her baby wants to time. murder her. How good of a mom could she be if her baby wants to kill her? Listen, he's, he, he, you could say the same thing with Cartman. I know he doesn't want to kill her, like his Cartman, mom. Yeah. Cartman doesn't want to kill his mom. Cartman, deep down, Cartman loves his mom. Lewis Griffin, she's a great mother. Nothing you can now, say. Did you just say, did you just did you just call her Lewis? Uh, Laos. See, you don't even know her name. Is she that great of a mom? Okay, she's uh, she's an okay mom. She fits in the middle. She's not good. She's not bad. But she doesn't. I mean, I don't know, man. That that could be. You could say the same thing for Marge Simpson. I mean, look at her, her fucking family. None of them tried to kill her. Everybody loves Marge. All of Springfield, I think Marge is the only one of the Simpsons who the town pretty much likes. Okay, yeah, that okay. I have no further arguments. Yeah. Marge puts up a lot, man. She does all the housework. She does all the everything. She's got to clean up after Homer and Bart. Okay. And she enjoys it. She enjoys being a housewife and being a mom. And everybody loves her. Everybody loves Marge. Marge is the definition of best fictional mom. You think so? Yes. What about some live action? Let's let's get away from animated. What about live action? Uh, I think Padme is a pretty shitty mom because she wasn't there for her kids. That's uh, you know we could have got into this <laughs> last week, but uh, do you think um, uh, here's a here's a good question? Do you think that a good looking mom has leeway to be a shittier mom? Um, in real life or in fiction? In fiction and real life too. Let's let's get. Um. No. Because you shouldn't be a shitty mom. You should be a good mom. It doesn't matter how attractive you are. Although if you are an attractive mom who is single, hit me up. God, you you with the being hit up, dog. Again. It's called a callback, Jonah. It's a comedy staple, okay? <laughs> comedy 101, okay? When you go take your comedy lessons, you're going to teach you that on the first day, and you're already going to know it thanks to me, okay? Call back to previous jokes, Okay, so if you listen to the previous episode, you would know that there was a callback to a previous bit, and you would laugh. Okay, um, I mean, when your son turns out to be, uh, I don't know, would it be fucking? I mean, Darth Vader is pretty bad, but he was good for a while. He, you know. Yeah, but that's not his mom's fault. Well, maybe it is his mom's fault. If his mom hadn't died, maybe he wouldn't have become Darth Vader. Maybe if he didn't get his fucking face burnt to shit, he wouldn't and saved by who fucking saved him. It's, yeah. it, Palpatine saved him and he wouldn't have gotten his face burned if he uh, hadn't tried to attack Obi-Wan because the fight was over. Obi-Wan had the high ground. Listen, a lot he, of things. He very clearly told him, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. He wasn't lying. A lot of things could have changed, but how much of that was Padme's fault? Uh, she wasn't there, so well, we, we can't answer that with... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on. Do you think Padme was Vader's mom? 
no oh shit now i'm now i seem like fucking sorry um she's oh god damn it dude i'm fucking gonna get roasted again i listen i don't know anything about star wars i'm a fake fan um i'm gonna go to sleep now okay podcast over everybody good night make sure you follow hunter at the hunter bishop on twitter and instagram to be fair once i said it i knew i was like oh shit wait if okay. you'd like to roast Jonah, please go into the episode description and find a link at the bottom where you can send us in a voice message. And uh, feel free to insult him however you wish. And, Don't tell uh, me to jump off funny, a bridge. Um, because... If it's funny, we will put it in a, a future episode. Right uh, there. It's right there. Go, just click that episode description. Not the podcast description. The episode description. Link at the bottom. Go to that link. Record a voice message. And we'll get it. Send your roasts. I'm uh, just very embarrassed. Send your roasts. Stop, of Jonah, in, stop who, encouraging it, bro. It's, I fucked up. Who okay? called? Who called? Um, Lois Griffin, Lewis Griffin. Who called Princess Leia, Leia Ortega last week? And now, who thinks Padme is Vader's? mom which would be gross because vader and padme were lovers they had sex speaking of moms having sex with their kids uh mrs mcfly what's your stance whatever my stance is is probably wrong so well just, first of all i just let's make sure you know who mrs mcfly is oh my god no can you explain who it is sorry i'm uh, i'm not i'm not aware of of a, a mrs mcfly mrs mcfly marty mcfly's mom oh yeah i know who from that back is. to the future whose first name escapes me right now. So we're just going to refer to her as um, Mrs. McFly, who, as everybody knows, spent that entire movie trying to have sex with her own son. Now, um, okay, let what's me get, your stance let, on her as a mom? Let me uh, put all that, all my airs behind, because that's what, you're, that's what a, a big person would do, is put their airs behind. Um, I fucked up, I admit it. Yeah. Um, okay. Stop mentioning it. We've all stopped talking about it. We've moved on to Mrs. McFly. Okay. You know what? How bad of a mom could she be if she didn't know she was trying to chase her fucking son around and try to get into bed with Mr. Calvin Klein? You know. Um, so, do you think she's a? Uh, do you think the fact that she was that she didn't know Marty was her son and she was trying to have sex with him that makes her uh, a best mom? It's hard to. It's 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 complicated because at the time she doesn't know that it's that's her son, but in retrospect she marries a loser in the present. Like Miss, what's what's his name, Mister McFly? George. George McFly. George McFly. Um, he's a fucking loser. I don't know how someone like her ended up going out with like because without Marty, uh, how who talked up George. How the fuck did he yeah. get the balls to actually ask her? I I don't know, but I'm not. Gonna... Well, there is. They do say in the movie how it happened. They like I don't remember what it is, but you know, um, you know, the whole time travel thing fucked it up because I think Marty accidentally fucked it up and he had to work to get them back together and then. But I'm not... oh yeah, because um because uh, uh Mrs McFly's dad hit George with his car. Oh okay. And then that's how they met, and then they started dating. But in the movie, um, he hits 
I think he Marty. does he hit Marty? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember. But in the movie, something in the movie it fucks up, and then so Marty has to fix it to get him to get them, you know, together. Um, but then in the process, Mrs. McFly becomes sexually attracted to her son and wants him to pop her cherry. Mm. You know what? I can't blame her. Um, Michael J. Fox, when he was younger, was devilishly handsome. Um, yeah. He's aged pretty well. He has. But ha- yeah. could you blame her? It's not like she's like, oh, that's my son. Let me get a little bit of that ass. You know what I'm saying? She didn't. She, it's just another boy to her. A good-looking guy who happened to be coming to her life and she's attracted to him. There's nothing that makes her bad mom. I mean, that that's besides the point that she's... But as... As his mother, biologically, don't you think she should see some sort of resemblance between the two of them and think, hmm, this guy looks a lot like me? I mean, you could, it's hard to say. Like, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, if I saw a girl who I thought, hmm, she looks a lot like me, I wouldn't want to have sex with her because if she looks a lot like me, then, number one, if she looks like me, she's probably not attractive. And number two, don't don't you know, say that's so Come on, that's number two. If she looks like me, she's also pretty fucking hairy. And number three, if she looks like me, maybe just maybe we're somehow related. Because why else would someone look like me? And even if you're not related, why would you want to date someone who looks like yourself? You what if I mean? you love yourself? And that's that's a little narcissistic, and I think that's a terrible personality trait. <laughs> you know what? Now, don't get me wrong. I myself would have loved to have sex with Mrs. McFly because she was smoking fine. But I'm not her son. I'm allowed to say that. (laughs) It's I I think that she she has a pass on it because it is it is uh, it is it, it is hard to determine. Oh, maybe that's my son who came back to the from the future and now is uh wound up when i'm young i haven't had a fucking child i haven't even fucking had sex yet and now i'm my son's here like who's the same age as me like that just logically that stupid to be like oh she i mean obviously it's a movie and uh you're always going to take the dramatic choice that but i when it comes to mother like being a mother i don't falter for like, I don't hold it against her for wanting to have sex with her son. I mean, it didn't okay. happen, especially because it didn't happen, okay? Okay. But in the before times, she didn't seem like a very good mom. That You're right about that. She just seemed like a real big pushover, and uh, nobody likes a pushover. Yeah. I mean, maybe she seemed like a little bit of a better mom in the after times, but that might have just been because they were like rich. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't have to do much work. Usually they become worse moms as they get richer. Yeah. So, you know, she could be in both lists, technically. Technically, I, I put her in both lists. Because there's two different versions of her there's before Marty went um, into the past, and there's after Marty came back from the past. It's two completely different Mrs. McFly's. Mm-hmm. So we'll put her in both. Why not? We make yeah, the rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We make the fucking rules. 
Rule number one is you do not talk about the list. Okay? That's right, motherfucker. Yeah. So the podcast is over because we can't break the number one rule. Okay. Uh, I guess we already broke it, so I guess we can continue. Yeah, you're right. Um, got him. You thought it was over. It's not. Unless you want it to be over, then see you next time. But uh, for those of you that are continuing, why don't we talk about a wonderful wonderful one-eyed, one-eyed alien that before that was a wonderful mother on Married with Children. That's Peggy Bundy. Matt, what do you think about her? Peggy Bundy. Was Peggy Bundy a wonderful mother? Um, I, I, I redact that statement. She was a horrible mother. I would have fucking... If I ha- if my mother was like Peggy Bundy, I would not be as close to my mother as I am. So that's that's uh that's basically how it is. That's that's a realistic take on it. Um, I mean, how do, first of all, how do you not like Ed O'Neill? Um, oh no, he's great. He's great. But if we're talking about them as the characters, they were not very good parents. Oh, absolutely not. And she. Uh, I mean, she was not a good mom. I'm not so. You know who? You know who was a good mom? The mom from Eight Simple Rules. What made her such a good mom? Um, she was just a very reasonable woman who who cared greatly for her children and wanted the best for them, and uh, she held it together pretty well when her husband died. Okay. Yeah, if we're talking about, uh, she played a lot of moms, eh? <laughs> Can't remember her name at this at this moment. Um, Katie Katie Seagal. Okay. Katie Seagal, yeah, she she played a lot of moms. Peg Bundy, mom from Eight Simple Rules. She played the mom on Sons of Anarchy. Did she? And um, she's got such an also a terrible voice. mom. You know, I, she does. If you close your eyes, all you see is uh, is I'm not going to mispronounce uh, her name because I'm. Uh, I don't want to embarrass myself again. Were you gonna say Leela? Yeah. At first, I was gonna say Layla because I'm not a huge. I don't. I don't. I wasn't really into Futurama, but uh, really, Futurama is amazing. I know, but there's so many shows nowadays, like especially like cartoonists. Like I watch Family Guy, South Park. Yes. Um, Futurama is a classic. I mean, you can't say shit. You haven't watched Rick and Morty, so. Uh, I've seen enough clips to know i probably guarantee you i like futurama better okay i hope i hope our, our listener from australia says wow camp starts we're gonna have a war if you don't watch rick and morty i think if any to if anybody really watched them closely back to back to do a comparison i think i think most people would find that the superior science fiction related animated comedy is futurama Okay, why don't we uh, put that to the test, uh, Hunter? Here, can you uh, release a poll? Yeah, I'll t- uh, yeah. You know what? I'll do that. I'll text Hunter tomorrow to release a poll on social media to see what people think is is better, and we'll get back to, we'll get back to you on the results. Yeah, next next podcast next episode. Um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll we'll tell you the results and we'll reveal the results. We won't do what we did for Mrs. Doubtfire and White Chicks and have a full debate, but we'll reveal the results. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this uh, one mother, this mother, fucker, mother, 
um, that doesn't uh, get a lot of, from the characters. She's not really liked, but she is quite. A, I, I like her as a mother, and that's uh, Estelle Costanza. Oh, excellent character! Terrible mother. Um, it, it, <laughs> I, I just I, I think that it's uh, it's it's hilarious how they they treat they treat her uh, like shit, but. Does she deserve to be treated that way? Yeah, she's a horrible mother. And Frank's a terrible father. All they do is yell at George and insult him. And their house, who could live with their house at like 26 degrees Celsius? Let's not forget, okay, there is an episode devoted to the fact that Frank and Estelle tell George, we've had enough of you. (laughs) Like that's an episode. He he calls his parents and they 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 pull a trick that he pulled early in the episode, saying, "Oh, Chinese food, gotta go," and he finds out there's no Chinese food, and they tell him, "Listen, we don't want to talk to you anymore." That's the kind of parents they are. They're, they're, Estelle is a terrible mom. Why do you think George is the way he is? I mean, you, you gotta be gr- terrible parents. You gotta be grateful to Estelle and Frank for the way that they were, because we would have never gotten uh, George. The way he is. Yeah, well, but if we're talking about like as a mother, as a mother, Estelle, she is is she's horrendous. firmly on the she's firmly on the worst list. You know, she might be up there with uh, with uh, Hitler's mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I was trying to think of a character that was like as bad as her, but I couldn't. Yeah, I'm very grateful she was a terrible mom. I am too. Um, but yeah, if we're putting her on the list, she's on the worst list. She's on that end of the Venn diagram. Okay. And that's right. This is a this is a Venn diagram. You know, uh, she's as bad as Lucille Bl- Bluth. Yeah, yeah. They're they're very different, but they're both equally bad. You know who? Uh, you know who is as equally as bad as them? I know. I haven't oh. watched Game of Thrones and. Uh, nor will I ever, so because I just can't follow it. I'm not stupid. I just don't have the patience. Um, I watched it for one season, and then they lost me. I saw two and a half seasons, but I saw far enough to to see how. Uh, um, what's her name? Fucking. I don't even know who you're talking about. Sister, There's too many characters in that show. Sister, si- show. S- the the uh, what's her fucking name? Joffrey's mother. I mean, first of all, Joffrey is a cunt. Yeah, um, he is a cunt. What's her name? Cersei, Cersei Lannister, that's her name. And uh, she, first of all, she fucks her 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 brother Jamie, who's a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful man. Um, yeah, but she is the ultimate cunt. Um, she's vindictive. She doesn't give a shit about her son. He's supposed to be the next in line after her. Husband dies. Spoiler. Um, well, he was the next in line. He became king, didn't he? Yeah, but she – he was technically king, but she was the one that was in control because she's a vindictive cunt. Um, that's no different than uh, Dick Cheney. That's tr- it's ba- She's basically Dick Cheney. Um, yeah, she's Dick Cheney, and Joffrey was George Bush. I mean, I wouldn't. George Bush is way more likable than Joffrey, so 
Um, I know, but in terms of in terms of power dynamic, that's what it was. That's basically what it was, and um, it's obviously um, I'll never see her in anything, which is is good because she's she was on it for all I think all six seasons or seven twenty nine seasons, whatever I I lost count. Um, I think it was seven seasons or eight. I don't really care. I don't um, really care. But I'll never see her as anything but a vindictive cunt. So um, you know what? She's a terrible mother. She's going way over there with Estelle Costanza. So uh, you know, enough about bad mothers. Let's let's get before we uh we call it a wrap, let's get a one or two more good mothers. Do you have any more, Matt? I'm trying to think who the best fictional mother of all time is. It's you know, I think we've hit uh we've hit a lot of nails on their heads and we've uh okay here's this here's this how where would you rank marie from everybody loves raymond that's a tough one i don't know and where I, would you rank deborah i think i probably in the middle um both of, both of them would yeah. go in the middle where would you rank them really hmm. i mean it's it's partially because um, the statement is very true. Everyone does love Raymond, and uh, yeah, it's it's he wouldn't be who he is if it wasn't for them. So it's it's does it's weird because when we're when we're deciding if they're if these these mothers are good or bad, it's how how much of the impact does it does it have that how their sons turn out to be. Or well, Raymond turned, turned out pretty well. Raymond turned out pretty well. Um, but see, in the show, right, based on what we know of Marie, I mean, she 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 really, you know, takes care of her children to the tenth degree, um, or umph degree, or whatever that expression is. <laughs> and um, you know, she cooks, she cleans, she she is so committed to, to 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 her children that she moves in across the street from Ray and just barges in his house to clean and cook and do shit and take care of him. So it, it's quite noble. On the yeah, other hand, wants their mother she, to do she, that. She, she she frequently goes much too far. That's why she deserves a firm place in the middle because there is there is like a caring mother can only go so far to be that overbearing annoying fucking mother and she walks the fine line and you're saying you would put deborah in the middle as well i'm not sure where would you put her i kind of want to put her in the best list because she's certainly not as overbearing and terrible as marie um you know, but she's just as hardworking a, a, of a mom and, and, and taking care of her kids. And, and you know, she's a housewife, so she stays home all day, take care of them and raise them. And she's got to put up with Ray and she's got to put up with Marie and she's got to put up with Frank. So that just makes her job extra, extra difficult. And yeah, sure, she yells a lot and, and, and whatnot, but I think it's warranted in most situations. So I think I kind of have to put her in the best. Okay, then, you know what? I'll forego my my opinion, and uh, I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, when I uh, I'm trying to think of one, maybe one other great great mother. Um, 
besides my mother, of course, and uh, your wonderful mother. Yes. Um, Have any other mothers that we'd like to shout out before oh, we? Oh, okay, okay. Um, I got two more. I got two more. Um, the first one I want to ask you: Do you think Aunt May counts as a mom? You know what's funny? As much as I love Spider-Man, I don't even know what ha- like the origin story to what happened to his mom. Nobody does. They never say. Okay, I was just I was like I was wondering if I was just out of the loop or something. Yeah, no, um, they don't really they don't really explain. There's no concrete thing of what happened to his parents. They just something happened to them. He lives with his aunt and uncle. But so, would you consider Aunt May as as a could could we put her on this list? I mean, she is the mother figure in his life. Let's let me let me just break it down for you. We do not know Spider Man's mother or father. He no. is he he constantly lives with Aunt May and Uncle Ben, and when Uncle yeah. Ben does get killed spoiler alert spoiler alert um i mean everything he does is for basically uncle ben and aunt may is a wonderful wonderful mother figure to yeah mr mr parker um so in that case i think that not only was in technical term not technically but in you know metaphorically I think Uncle Ben was his father, and Aunt May and was, Aunt, his, yeah. was his mother. So I'm I'll, I'm going to say I know I've drawn this out like I've drawn this out way further than should have. Aunt May is definitely Spider Man's mother. Yeah, I think she can not count as, as a mother, not his biological mother, but that's his mom, and she's going on the best mom list. Aunt May, best fictional mom. The okay. other mom. I want before to mention, we before we get into your other mom, who plays the best Aunt May? Well, Marissa Tomei is the best looking Aunt May. That's why I'm picking her. <laughs> and she's also the most plausible Aunt May because I don't know why. Even in the comic books, Aunt May's always been depicted as this old woman, but she's his aunt, so shouldn't she be his mom's sister? So, like, why is she like grandma age? But, but, I think in terms of Hang on. First of all, I just want to make sure this is only counting the movie Aunt Mays, correct? That's correct. I feel like um, okay. it goes way okay. – like the Aunt Mays in, in TV shows um, go way too far down the rabbit hole. Okay. Um, I th- Marissa told me it is the best looking, but I think I think the best Aunt May was – the original Aunt May from the original trilogy. Here's, here's, it's not, in my opinion, it's not only that she's the best mate, but she's the most involved in the movie. The other, the other two, like the, the. Is she Andrew, though? Is she, is she the most involved? I feel like she is. I feel like she. What did she, what did she do in, how was she so involved? Like, I get, like, she was there and she was giving advice. She, and, and Tony Stark was hitting on her and then she was kind of dating you know happy hogan but like was she really involved i don't know what is what did the original do just because she's the og doesn't mean she's the best come on i think i think she was just um she was the sweetest she was the most wise she she gave the you know she gave him so much advice that she basically throughout the trilogy without him saying you know help me be spider-man helped him be spider-man okay I mean, it's any, I think that 
either of the two options that we chose are better than the Andrew Garfield Aunt May because I can't remember a single thing from that. From that. Yeah. No disrespect. No. No disrespect to Sally Field, but those. God, no, I can't. I no, can't even remember that Sally Field was Aunt May. That's how fucking unmemorable it was. I Holy know. No shit. disrespect. To, no disrespect to Sally Field, but she was done dirty by that movie. Okay, because Sally Field's Aunt May should have been wonderful, uh, but those movies, my God, those movies. <laughs> anyway, my my last mother I want to mention, um, is Superman's mom who we all know has the same name as Batman's mom, Martha. <laughs> you know, Why um, do we all know this? Because it's the only thing that stopped Batman from killing him. Is, is that true? Is that, is that canon? <laughs> yeah, in Batman versus Superman. Sorry, I try to block that movie out of my fucking memory banks. <laughs> During their during in their fight at the end, it was super. Batman was about to get you the killing blow with a fucking kryptonite spear, and Superman's like, "Save Martha, save Martha!" Because Lex Luthor had kidnapped his mom, and Batman's like, "What? Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name?" And he just fucking stops, and they become buddies. Oh, <laughs> you know, because they because <laughs> Bruce Wayne's name was you know his mom's name was Martha, Martha Wayne. I was you know I was um. I kept thinking that you're, the mother you're talking about is is the, his mother on Krypton. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she's a good mom or not because she's not really a part of his life. No, I'm I, no, I'm talking about Martha Kent. Okay, his, his his Earth mother. His Earth mother. His Earth mother, who helped raise Clark Kent into the man that would become Superman. Where do you rank her? I think she's pretty fucking great. I think she's great because she. Oh, I can't remember at what age did she figure out, or I mean, obviously, when a fucking when you find a kid. I'm pretty sure they knew like immediately he was an alien, and mm. I, I'm pretty sure at a, a young age is when she realized, oh, he's got powers. Could, but could you imagine if Superman was raised by someone like fucking Estelle Costanza? <laughs> what's that? What's that movie uh, that came out that was kind of like Superman, but he turned out to be like the kid was like evil oh yeah 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 i don't remember that's, the name of that movie if she was a bad mother then she would have ended up with, like in that i'm i'm sure she, you know what i don't think she, i don't think she was a bad mother in that movie though i think that kid was just a Fucked evil kid head. yeah you're yeah. probably right but you know what if i i think I think, that, I think the kid in that movie would have killed martha kent anyway um <laughs> the thing is planet krypton most, most of the citizens are pure-hearted people, and well, not most of the ones that survived. You know what I mean. Obviously, the ones, yeah. the the group of ten or whatever, you know, General Zod's gang of of I just wanna, hooligans. I just want to. This is completely off topic. I just want to point out how ridiculous it is that the whole planet explodes. Right. And they send off prisoners to survive? Yeah, they send off the prisoners in prison like 10 minutes before the planet explodes, but even past that, right? Okay, so aside from Superman, who was shot off the planet before it exploded, the planet explodes, and yet it seems every person that survived that explosion is a bad guy because like half of the you know Kryptonian super you know man villains who are from Krypton were, you know, like 
what the fuck? Like every crypto, every survivor of Krypton decides, oh, I'm a just happens to be a bad dude. Maybe he wants to kill Superman. He, have you ever thought that maybe all the survivors are people that were launched out of the pods, and uh, it was just it was more than just because you don't. Who knows how? Like I, I, I never read the Superman comics or anything, but who knows how. And I could be just spouting a whole bunch of shit that could be true or could not be. But who knows if, you know, in previous years, they launched uh, bad guy like prisoners into space um, to literally float for eternity. Um, and that's where they came from. So you're like, oh, how did I they guess. survive? Maybe it was. I, I get that's also a pretty fucking stupid like. It's a stupid. Like, that's a stupid judicious system. Like, okay, we're gonna take all our criminals and we're gonna shoot them off into space, and hopefully they don't come back. Yeah, but are Kryptonians like pretty invincible? On Earth. On Earth, okay. On Krypton, they're not. It's normal because they get they get their power from the sun of like the Earth's sun because. Um, they're from Krypton, and so when they come to Earth, um, because it's not like I don't know, I don't know the exact scientific explanation, the exact explanation, but because um, of the different atmosphere and the sun's rays, it it they're basically gods on our planet, but on other planets they're not. Okay, I'm not going to question it. All I know is uh, Martha Kent is a, is a good mother, and uh, she raised a good yeah. man. Yeah, um, she did. Um, she is instrumental in the way that Clark Kent turned out, and um, she is the reason he is the big blue Boy Scout, and um, best mom bar none. I think she might be the best fictional mom of all time just because of the fact if she was a bad mom, the whole planet would be doomed. Yeah, imagine Superman landed in like some fucking bumfuck nowhere, um, and oh, look at me, it ain't fucking not that. Could you imagine hillbillies could, could you are imagine, bad people, yeah. but could you imagine if Superman landed like at the next to the Bluths? <laughs> could you imagine that if Superman landed in trailer like the trailer park the trailer park boys was at? Like holy fuck boys. He'd be doomed. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Martha Kent is the only thing that stops Superman from turning out like the dude from the boys. Whose name I don't remember, but you know who I'm talking about. Homelander. What was his name? Homelander. 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 Okay. If super if Superman lands, you know, you know, next, to, you know, in front of Estelle and Frank Costanza's house, he's ending <laughs> up as Homelander. If if Superman lands in front of the Bluths, he's ending up like Homelander. You know what I mean? But he landed on the farm of of Martha Kent, and. Uh, Thank the God for that. Yeah, so I think just for that purpose, I have to put her greatest fictional mom of all time. I won't disagree. I won't agree okay. either, but I won't disagree. <laughs> um, and just for jokes, um, I also want to mention um, that we didn't mention um, another great mom, Mae Young, who birthed a hand on national television. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, and if you, I'm not going to explain any further, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, doesn't matter. Mae Young, excellent mom. She birthed a hand on national television. Thank you. Good night. It was pretty, uh, you know, I, I try to forget about it, but um, thanks for bringing it up. Haven't heard about that in fucking like 10 years. I swear to God. No, they brought it up again on on like five years ago or or, or whatever. They brought the hand back. It's uh. They showed him all grown up. It was a guy in a hand costume. It was hilarious. It's it's uh. It's Vince McMahon's doing. That's it. But let's uh, it's let's not get into it. I, I think, think the hand. I think it was a Vince Russo doing actually. Uh, it doesn't surprise me actually if, if it is a Vince Russo. So, you know uh, what though? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's one of his better, uh, better <laughs> angles. That May Young and Mark Henry conceived a hand. The only thing that doesn't make sense is that it was a white hand because it should be a black hand. No, maybe, maybe that hand ended up being Master Hand in the Super Smash Bros. series. Maybe, but all I know is like a couple of years, like like. Maybe five years ago, I don't know. One of the special Raw episodes, like Raw One Thousand or something. Fucking the head, they sh- the hand came back all grown up. They just had a dude, like an adult in a giant hand costume, it was hysterical. But he's doing good. Hand grew up well. May Young did an excellent job. So May Young, birth to hand, national television. She's a brave, strong woman. Excellent mom. She's going on the best list. Okay, I think that wraps it up. Best. Worst, middleist. You know, uh, you guys might think this, or maybe you don't. But we weren't actually writing it down. It, this is all in our heads. And maybe if you want to write it down and send it to Hunter Bishop, where could you do that, Matt? Where can you send a beautiful Venn diagram of the best and worst and middleist mothers, fictional mothers? Um, you can send that to Hunter Bishop on Twitter at the hunter bishop you can send it to him on instagram at the hunter bishop it's the same on both that's t-h-e hunter bishop no space no commas no dashes no dots no dash dash dot 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 dash dots no underscores no apostrophes that's god's comma none of that it's just the hunter bishop all one word with an at symbol right beforehand both on twitter and on instagram that's www.twitter.com slash the Hunter Bishop slash I'll take you right to his profile or www. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. HTTPS. No, HTTP. Yeah, is it? No, is there one P or two P's? Okay. You know what? This joke is over. It's at the Hunter Bishop on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to send us a voice message, um, to complain about our choices or to roast Jonah, right there, go in the episode description, right at the bottom, there's a link, go to it, record your message, however you want to record it, and we'll get it. Or even just to ask us a question. We love yeah, ask us a ask us a question, we'll answer it, or Hunter will answer it, who's ever hosting next week, we'll see if he's back from his excursion finding his mom, I hope he does. Um, we'll answer questions, we'll answer criticisms, we'll respond to inquiries, um, research theses, we'll revise your uh, written projects, we'll laugh at your death threats to us, you know, the whole shebang. 
So uh, I'll see you. It's nice talking to you. I guess we'll, we'll talk in a week, Matt. Huh? Well, again, if Hunter has still not come back from his excursion, we'll probably be guest hosting again. We're his go-to guest hosts because we're yeah. You know what? Um, we are friends with Hunter, but... Uh, you know, this is the only place to get to talk to you, so. Um, well, yeah, because we're not friends with each other. We don't, yeah, I, I've i had enough of you. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of you, yeah. bitch. I know. Don't even pretend. We all know that I'm the one that ended this friendship like 10 years ago when you called Princess Leia, Leia, Leia or, or Tega. Listen, I, I, I messaged you and you said that it was, I said sorry. I'm a fucking Plubosaurus Rex. And uh, you said, yeah, don't worry about it. Then you fucked my sister. You don't even have a sister, okay? That's what you think, but you still did it anyways. Okay, I know I didn't because I can count the amount of women I fucked in my whole life on one hand, and none of them match the color that you are. Oh, okay. Okay, that's right, so... Now it's out in the open that um, I diversify racially. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay. And we all know that our friendship ended when you told me, uh, and this is a direct quote from you, you said, hey, um, when does Luke find out, when does Luke find out his sister is Leia Cortana? Fuck. Leia Cortana? Leia Oregano? Leia Origami? Okay. I think this has gone on long enough. I'm sticking. Goodbye. Okay. It's over. Okay. See you next time, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And 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 somebody please uh, message me how to pronounce. Um, AOC's name so I can repeat this joke next week. Yeah, that's if we're still talking. Yeah. Bitch. Bye, everyone. Have a great time. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. We love you. Bye. Find, find me on LinkedIn where it won't be private when you view my profile, which is a fact I learned the hard way. Oh, and um, I want to thank um, our sponsor for this episode. You have a sponsor? Well, no, but I figure if I thank somebody for sponsoring this episode, they'll be strong-armed into sponsoring it because they'll hear that we thank them for sponsoring it and just think they're themselves. Did we sponsor them? I, I don't remember, but they said we did, so we must have. So go on, send the check. Who are we sponsored by? Uh, we are proudly sponsored this week by um, this, uh, the Mars Candy Corporation. Really? I thought I thought we were sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, the greatest RPG on your mobile phone. I would never stoop so low, okay? I, that, that's a lie, actually. Raid Shadow Legends, please sponsor us. You sponsor everybody else on the internet. Okay, I'm pretty sure you sponsor my little cousin, and he doesn't even have a channel. So come on, sponsor us. We'll, we'll pretend to not. play your game just like we'll pretend that we play your game just like every other YouTuber, and we'll do it much better.
yeah until next time yeah. raid shadow legends play raid shadow legends next time let's go <laughs> are we done we are now okay <laughs> it's hard jokes Sometimes we're not done <laughs> this is this is a special extra long episode no we're done turn it off turn it all off your culture has been popped by hunter bishop this has been a rongo productions podcast <laughs> I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Wow. Exposed. For uh, the uh, curious listeners, since um, we're recording this in isolation from separate uh, locations, I, that was the sound of a toilet being flushed in Jonah's home, presumably by his uh, brother, because he's probably recording this with the door open and his brother just took a big fat shit.